episode 235 of Nerds Eye View for the 28th of July. I'm Jordan. I'm joined by Andrew. How are you, Andrew? Hi. I'm good. You're good? Yeah. Are you sure? I'll make it. We're on the other side of a rant. Are you sure you're going to be all right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, we we just visited a paper town. We so. did. Whatever the hell that it means. It was uh, a beautiful one-room home in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. 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 It was good times. But that's not what we're here for. Mm-hmm. We're here to review Paper Towns. Yeah. After we talk about the box office, after we talk about the new releases on DVD, Blu-ray, and TVD, but before we do our guest the ending. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So should we just get into it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, count me down. Uh, I am not number 10. Terminator Genesis, who is fighting alongside number nine. Mr. Holmes, who did not go to number eight. Jurassic World. And if you went there, you would be number seven. Inside Out, which is definitely what you're going to feel when you visit number six. Paper Towns. And it'll be on the way to number five. Southpaw, who is a bit of a number four. Trainwreck, which is what you would be in if you were with number three. Minions, who are not made of number two. Pixels. Uh, who luckily have nothing to do with number one. Ant-Man. You want to know th- one of my Ant-Man. other thing about Pixels? Real uh, quick, real quick. Sure, sure. Uh, everything's made of voxels in that movie, <laughs> not yeah, Pixels. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's a whole other thing. Yeah. We, we have, before the show even began, um, so you won't hear it, uh, but we'll, we'll give you an abbreviated version right now. Mm-hmm. I had the misfortune to see the film Pixels. Misfortune is the perfect word. Uh, which I have a whole separate rant about where nothing nothing in the film makes sense what uh so just don't don't see it or if you see it just did like tell as you walk into the theater to watch pixels if you make that decision for yourself if you make that tough choice if you look inside your soul and you say well i liked billy madison or mm-hmm. whatever that what's the one everyone likes there's one people look back to and say that's the one i don't know what it is because i don't see the appeal of adam sandler but you gotta you gotta tell yourself nothing in this film it makes sense this film is a hundred percent nonsensical people like this is not how the world works period this is not how video games work period i mean there's a there's a whole like i hate when when we're gonna do this right now because we're a podcast but we're we're when podcasts get into the discussion of oh you gotta suspend your disbelief Oh well, I enjoy there doing are, that for movies that are enjoyable. Well, there's here's the thing: you can suspend your disbelief on a certain number of things, or on a certain level, mm-hmm. I guess you would want to say. But Pixels goes above and beyond that level. See what? See for the phrase "suspend your disbelief," I've always believed that it's not like, oh, just believe whatever they put in front of you. It's no, realize that what you're watching is not reality. Mm-hmm. And that it exists on its own plane and you need to use your imagination. Mm. But that doesn't mean that whatever you're experiencing should it set up rules and follow those rules mm. and still be enjoyable. Yeah. And from what I understand, because I haven't seen it, Pixels does none of those things. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if, if you want to say Pixels makes sense, tell me the last time you, you used a cheat code on, on an on a arcade, arcade machine, machine without breaking it open. Yeah. That's all. I just like to hear one story. Of one, one of them. Yeah. Where you didn't have to do something in the beforehand. Like a well-known competition level arcade machine. Yeah, where you're being filmed and watched. Where people can are people. watching you and making sure and that you're not And review the cheating. footage to see if you cheated. Yeah. Yeah. So just, you know, 
if you have that, just tell me. Just one time. Just, just, just let me know. Yep. Uh, but even if you have that, there's about 50 other things that are just Wrong. completely yep. mistaken. And and the reason why we're talking about it right now is because it's second here. It's number it made, two. It made almost as much money as Ant-Man. Well, at least Ant-Man beat it. Thank God for that. But like you said earlier, that doesn't mean it necessarily lost. It beat out eight other movies. Yeah, it's very strange that uh, didn't am I am I remembering wrong or didn't um, the Fault in Our Stars like hit number one? It did. Was this like bad timing for Paper Towns? I people, think Tumblr people love this John Green guy, and, and we're going to review it. Obviously, we saw something of yeah. merit, and the theater was full of teenage girls. Uh-huh. So I'm assuming people went to go see this. Yeah. I think this is just hitting at a time where we've got a Marvel movie, we've got two cartoon movies that are supposedly pretty good i haven't seen uh minions but inside out was fantastic mm-hmm. we've got train wreck which is the raunchy comedy we've got southpaw for like older people well, that want to see people punch each other here's like, the crazy thing about southpaw though i have i only ever saw one trailer for it mm-hmm. in in, um, in front of a movie right uh and i saw the paper towns trailer a ton of times a ton of times and it's it's it Got number five, and Paper Towns is number six. It just well, the numbers don't make sense and, to me, and, except and, for Star Power. That's the only thing that I'm seeing about this. Star film. Power, mm-hmm. and also there hasn't been a boxing movie in a while. And well, I mean sports, I, if you want to say generalize. Right, I hear you. I hear yeah. you. Um, but also, like, nothing against Paper Towns. We're not reviewing it yet. But uh, that trailer made it look like every other boy chasing girl road trip movie I've ever seen well I'll, it was extremely generic the i'll trailer. tell you i saw one trailer for south pond that looked like every other down on his luck athlete movie that i ever saw yeah but people like jake gyllenhaal of course and he's a great actor he's I been don't great blame in everything he's been it. in he's amazing yeah so your favorite's pins of persia right uh best movie ever <laughs> you're a gamer so no, obviously actually like my secret <laughs> my secret favorite uh jake gyllenhaal movie is source code you know it's that's a really good one source code is it's, it's kind of crazy how Fantastic. many good movies he's been in to the point where you're like, oh, I have to really think. Because like Donnie Darko, oh, pretty good. Uh, but yeah, I think I'd go Gut Reaction Source Code is yeah. number number one. Jake it's just, wow. That's a really good one. Right. Uh, what, what, I mean, what else we got here? I don't even know. Uh, minions. Th- <laughs> close third. Is there just nothing? At, are we not excited anymore by well, movies? Well, what I like seeing is like in the past we've got like one through three would have most of the money, and then four through ten would have no money. I mm. like that we've got a better spread here. Paper Towns made twelve. Mm. Inside Out is still making money at seven point three, seven point four. So it's like people are people are going to the movies. I think that's why our, the initial numbers are so low. Like mm. Ant Man won, mm. but it barely was close to five uh, twenty five million, mm. and I think that's because. There's a good spread. People are seeing a lot of different movies this mm-hmm. past weekend. So that's good. Just me alone. I saw at least three. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And it's also because it's getting warmer outside uh-huh. and staying warmer later. Mm-hmm. So why not go into a nice, cool movie theater? Uh, so next week, the big uh, big release is Mission Impossible. Oh, yeah. So that's going to... You think that's going to... How big is that going to break? Oh, wow. 80? It's going to be 80? 60? It's going to be so good. 80 or 60? I hope so. Somewhere in that range? Yeah. I don't think it's going to break 100. Nope. I wish it I don't think. I don't think so either. It looks so much better than it Ghost Protocol. so good. It blows my mind. Yeah. It looks... It looks so good. Uh, it just, you know, uh, uh, my wife won't let me forget that Tom Cruise is the star. And I'm just like, yeah, I get Well, Tom Cruise is breaking away from Scientology. The rumors say. Yeah. You know, uh, if we're lucky, well, we'll I get mean, him back in the real world. When it comes down to it, like, you have to divorce who people are in the real world and their art. 
I know that's impossible to do. Well, here, I mean, here's the case where everyone's going to say where you're wrong, Bill mm-hmm. Cosby. Well, that's because to, I keep bringing every podcast well, I'm on. I got to talk. He about doesn't. Bill he doesn't do anything anymore. But he, he does talk. We beloved the I Cosby Show was beloved. Be- I never by a certain him. generation. I never. I man, I was in the generation where that was all that was on TV all yeah. the time. But I was never really that into it. But that's the thing. Like we can't divorce that because it's it's so horrible. Yeah, but. And it's so current. What has Tom Cruise done that is so horrible? Well, being he's associated just, with the science, Church yeah, of Scientology. and he's given, a little, and he's a little um, crazy. Like in, in the he, Going Clear documentary, they talk about how they kidnap people and stuff. Yeah, like, that's not great. And he yeah, supports but he, that. whether or not he is directly, we don't involved. know the full yeah, story. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, but yes, his name is attached to the church. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anyway, I hear you. We'll see. I hear you. We'll, we'll, oh, well, I'm gonna we'll watch see what that history damn movie reflects. Yeah. Oh, of course, I'm gonna watch Mission Impossible. Oh man, you know. Uh, I don't. I don't think he personally kidnapped I mean, anyone. I love. I love uh, Scotty. I love uh, Hawkeye. Simon Pegg. Yeah, yeah. Scotty. You said Scotty, <laughs> and I got confused. And I'm like Simon Pegg. Yeah, <laughs> you just say that name first. <laughs> no, and Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm. Yeah, Jeremy Renner. I'm there. Alec Baldwin. Oh, I'm there. Yeah, and they're uh, bringing back. Uh, uh, what's his name? I can't remember his name. I'm a bad person. Anyway. Okay. Don't worry about it. But they're not bringing back. Uh, 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 and this was a, a weird rumor. I don't know if it was true. Uh, so Michelle Monaghan is is Tom Cruise's wife in that film series, right? And, and she's the third not, one. I, supposedly she's not in this new one mm-hmm. because she was in Pixels. Yeah, and they Katie and Holmes really, her up in that's three. That's really shitty. She looked just like Katie Holmes in three. Yeah, and in the fourth one, she only appears like a little bit. Just yeah. just so you know that she's still there. Yep, she still exists. Yeah, yeah, she's, she's over there. She was too busy making a crappy movie. She's cool, but now she yeah now she she shows Pixels over. Maybe. We don't know. Yeesh. We don't know if that's Yeesh. her choice or the choice of Yeesh. someone else. Uh, yeah, so we're looking forward to seeing the box office change a little next yep. week. Yep, because these so numbers, I mean, even this this week, 40 million less, more than 40 million less mm-hmm. this week compared to last week. So uh, at least Ant-Man's making over 100 million mm-hmm. so far domestically. Yeah, so, but, but you know, it kind of bothers me because there's always like little tricks that studios do where they say, oh, our movie lost money. Mm-hmm. It's like, it didn't lose no, money. No, it didn't. You're just, you're doing fucked up You're accounting. full of shit. The, uh, because when you look at the, worldwide one of the, domestic, it's One of the huge. Lord of the Rings movies, like famously, in behind the scenes, it was like, oh, it lost us money. But like, it totally did. It made so much money. But, but, but in they order, claim it. So in order can, for it to do that, they would have had to spend, I mean, after advertising budget, mm-hmm. I might be able to believe it. No. But Even then, I still don't. Lord of the Rings, any one of those first three made mm-hmm. so much money. Yep. Ridiculous amounts and of money. And then they kept going. All right. All so right. if you don't want to go to the theater, mm-hmm. if you want to stay at home, mm-hmm. we got some new releases coming. Uh, so in the past, I'm going to disclaimer this. In the past, uh, uh, I have left out films that from this you section. didn't think were worthy because i didn't think they were the worthy list. but here's what i'm going to tell you about this this week this is all of them is so bare so barren in dvd and blu-ray releases that i had to include two that i will not vouch for two uh, uh and i'm going to say them they're right up top so on dvd and blu-ray home this a uh, rihanna joint right yeah sure i if heard you call it that. i heard it was good it's I the heard one where it's really like, good things. There's an annoying it. alien who does annoying things. Yeah, isn't that fun? Yeah. Well, yeah. you just don't like him because he's in Big Bang Theory. Well, and I saw the trailer. Yeah. 
I think that movie looks fun. I'm going to see it. Okay, enjoy that. I'm going to go to a $2 theater and be all up in that. And then also on DVD and Blu-ray, we have a film called The Water Diviner. Which is that crappy Russell, Russell Crowe directorial movie. debut. Yeah. Now, I'm not willing to call it crappy, but I'm, I'm willing to say that reviews that I had seen from trusted people did not think it was great. They just said it was boring. So like it's not I, a bad movie, but I normally not would not have included movie. it in this list. This isn't typically a list of films that I think are worthy. Well, films that we've talked about. Okay. That kind of thing. Okay. Even if, if we've talked about it a little, I'll put it on this list. Russell Crowe's been in enough good stuff though. I still think his movie should be on here. Mm, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I wouldn't have included it any other week. You know, you're going to put pixels on here when it comes out. <clears throat> yeah. Cause we talked about it. Oh, that's why I'm going to find a way to talk about every movie. You know, I might leave it out because we hated it so much. Anyway, we'll see. It might be a good idea to leave it in so whoever we have on the show will be able to... Uh, we'll add to... The, they'll say, it wasn't that bad. We'll go, oh, get, out. <laughs> get, get out of here. Who You'll just hear you? a crash as he goes through the window. <laughs> uh, all right. So on DVD only, we got nothing. Uh, again, this is... I'm going to say it's just an off week. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then this brings us to our fun little game that Jordan gets to play. Yeah. The, uh, the, the listener doesn't know, but I always stretch before this. <laughs> I don't know why, but I'm ready. I'm trying to open the link. Here we go. Please, please. So new on Blu-ray, we have a film called Prime Cut. Prime Cut. So the game uh, that is being played right now is that Jordan will get a... uh, uh, I'll give you both key pieces of information since we don't have a guest. Thank you, sir. Uh, I'll give you some key pieces of information that will help you attempt to guess what this film is about based on just that. Uh, And uh, here we go. Are you ready? I am ready. Okay. The film is called Prime Cut... The year, 1972. Oh, my goodness. And I'll give you the top two leads. I could give you three. Do you want two or three leads? Give me, give me three. I'll give you all three people that are on the cover oh my goodness. of this DVD. Lee Marvin, Gene Hackman, and Sissy Spacek. Hmm. They're all pictured and listed on the cover of this DVD. I know the last two. Should I know Lee Marvin? I mean, he's a, uh, I'll tell you, he's an old Western guy. Oh. And, well, and he's like in war movies, I think. I don't, I couldn't, I could not give you an exact Prime list of what cut. he's in, but I know that I've seen him. You in know things. what? I've got it. Good. I've got it in my head, and I'm going to tell you right now. Okay. It is a movie about two guys and their friend, mm-hmm. Sissy Spacek, uh-huh. who, uh, who go, you know what? You know what I've always wanted to do? I wanted to open a steakhouse. And it's about how they, uh, they have to find capital to open it, and they, they end up like making deals with a rancher, mm-hmm. who's Lee Marvin, mm-hmm. and uh, they get his prime cuts off of his cattle, and uh, they open this steakhouse, and it's about you know hiring out staff and getting it running and you know building it up and everything, and just about people you know trying to trying to start a little restaurant. All right, here we go. This is the actual description for Prime Cut, 1972 film. Tell me how right I am. I mean, you're on the right track. Okay. Uh, but it takes a hard turn, I'm going to tell you. Oh, no. A Chicago mob collector. Oh, my goodness. Calls on a Kansas cattleman mm-hmm. who also deals in prostitutes and drugs. What? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Hard turn. So, yeah. Prime cut. Wow. I, look I at knew, SpaceX. I knew about this film because of Gene Hackman. Uh, I, I, I listened or read some article. Mm-hmm. I read an article where they, they did a deep dive on Gene Hackman titles, and they said that this was one of his greats that people don't really talk about. And uh, you know what? I pulled. A, I, I searched Prime Cut on Google, mm-hmm. and a steakhouse came up. I'm of just course. saying. Of course. 
All right, so moving on to TVD. Uh, this is another game that we get to play. Has Jordan seen it? Yep. Uh, the TVD in question is Helix Season 2. Look at this. Look at that cover. Oh, so Lee Marvin is the Chicago gangster. Okay. And Gene Hackman is the is rancher. The okay, mm. that makes sense. Interesting. That makes sense. All right. Has Jordan seen Helix at all? Uh, I'm going to say no. 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 You have not seen this show. I love this oh, show. Oh, my God. You love every so show. So much. What, is, what it channel is, is this on? Sci-fi. Uh, of course. And this was the turn for me where I was just staunchly ignoring everything that sci-fi was putting out. And then this, this show came on and blew my mind. It is a show about a group of scientists from the CDC who respond to an emergency distress signal coming from Antarctica in like a no zone where they're doing like illegal experimentations mm-hmm. and just about how they go into the situation knowing nothing and how they've got to work through it. And in season two, it takes a totally different turn because it's a different group of CDC people mm. with a couple returning characters in the show. Mm. And it's set on a, a remote island. Wow. And how there's like a cult that lives there and like all this stuff and these crazy people who live in the woods. And Is it called Helix because of uh, what? DNA? Genetics? Yeah. Okay. Because that plays a big role because they're doing all this gene splicing and stuff for experimentation. Mm. It's really good. All right. It's way better than it has any right to be. That's really something. Uh, all right, so that's it for our new releases. If you want to pick any of those up, go to your local video store, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. Amazon.com. Uh, <laughs> uh, and in just a minute, we will be right back with our review of Paper Towns. I'm Mark from Comic Nerds Unite, and this is my hetero life mate, Tim. What's up, Mark? And what's up, world? Comic Nerds Unite is a comic book podcast, plain and simple. Our mission statement is bringing nerds together to talk comics. So we pick a book or graphic novel that we all read and discuss it at length. Then we talk about some of the books we read for the week. I love comics! Me too, buddy. Check us out on ComicNerdsUnite.com or on iTunes. Comic Comic Nerds Nerds Unite! The way I figure it, everyone gets a miracle. My miracle was I wound up living across the street from Margot Roth Spiegelman. She was arguably the most gorgeous creature that God had ever created. Margot's life was a series of unbelievably epic adventures. Are you going to spend the rest of high school pining for this girl? As senior year drew to a close, Margot and I were practically strangers. Until this one night. What the? Margot? I need to borrow your car. What? I have nine things I need to do tonight. Can't you just get your boyfriend to do it? Ex-boyfriend. My boyfriend has been cheating on me. Revenge plot begins. Not as weird as it looks. Stop. I can't believe you just did that. Take the picture. Now. Okay, now that was fun. I can feel my heart beating in my chest. That is the way you should feel your whole life. It's beautiful. It's a paper town. Paper houses and paper people. Everything's uglier up close. Not you. Things gonna be different in the morning? I really hope so. Margot always loved mysteries. Maybe she loved them so much, she became one. She's gone. When was the last time you saw Margot? You were with her her last night. It has to mean something. There's something in Margot's window. She left little clues, like breadcrumbs. I found something. I think she's sending you a message. Come find me. We're trying so hard. 
You'll go to the paper towns and you'll never come back. I think I know where she might be. I'm going with you. If she's going, I'm, I'm definitely going. Take a risk, stop playing it so safe. Maybe that's what she's been trying to tell me the whole time. What can I say? I'm on a mission. Hey! You love her, right? Yeah, I do. Everyone gets a miracle. My miracle is Margot Ross Spiegelman. Paper Towns. Paper Towns. Directed by Jake Schreier. Written by uh, a couple of people. Uh, the book is, of course, by John Green. The screenplay, uh, we have writing from Scott Neustadler and Michael H. Weber. Mm-hmm. I'm just guessing on those name pronunciations. Uh, of course, as you do. Uh, starring, you know, um, our new movie star, Cara Delevingne. Delevingne. Della, Della Della <laughs> <laughs> I got it. I'm just letting you hang. I got I'm this. giving you all the rope you need right now. I got now. this. I got this. I got this. Uh, what do you, what do you, what do you think? Let's just, <laughs> so, um, just to uh, remind people, uh, uh, you know, or if you're a new listener, uh, the way that we do our review is that this, this section will just be a, a straight up review where we talk about what we thought about the film, mm-hmm. uh, uh, the actors, the writing, the directing, etc. cetera. Uh, basically this is telling you whether or not you should go see the film. Yeah. Just our impressions. And then at the end of the podcast, uh, we will include a discussion segment where we will get into the nitty gritty, mm-hmm. all the details about, Every little part of it, uh, including what some may call spoilers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but right now, you're good to go. We're just going to tell you whether or not you should see it. Great. Oh, that's why I know this guy. Jake Schreier directed Frank and Robot, which I oh, really enjoyed. Okay. Okay. Well, let's talk about this movie. And that's pretty much all he's done. All right. Um, yep. So, <laughs> this movie, Paper Towns, how would you describe this? You, 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 had, this? A, you had a great earlier was that during the podcast you said that no. in the trailer yeah you said pre- the trailer the trailer reminded you of every oh okay yeah other boy chasing boy girl. chasing girl road trip yeah thing mm-hmm. with a bit of gone girl mixed in because she disappears yeah sure like i was like oh she became a mystery it's mm-hmm. amazing mm-hmm. um so in truth i wasn't really that interested to see this movie mm-hmm. the trailer didn't turn me off but it didn't make me want to see it at all and um, I was all gung-ho about Southpaw, which you had the exact same reaction for mm-hmm. um, that I had to this. So um, I'm actually happy I went to see it because um, the story feels formulaic for a while, but I like the characters enough in it um, to enjoy the ride mm-hmm. and kind of where it goes because it's it's equal parts um, love story but also mystery. Mm. And um, I really like the main character. Mm. And I didn't think I was going to. Mm. That's interesting. And you did not. I think we had opposite reactions. Opposite reactions. We went into this film oppositely, where uh, I was like, yeah, I kind of want to, this looks like right up my alley. I think, I think that's And then right. I came out of it going, oh man, what the hell? 
Uh, here's what I'm going to say. Uh, I didn't realize this when I first saw the trailer, but as, as I started thinking about it, uh, this, this film kind of falls into a trope that I've, I've grown to hate uh, just because it's like, for me, it's dumb and it's in a lot of things mm-hmm. where um, women are mysteries and yeah. we must solve mysteries. Well, they, we we must solve out. women. Yep. And if we solve a woman... She will. She'll, she'll, she'll love yep, us. She'll gonna love us so much. Uh, which we're not gonna talk about that specifically, mm-hmm. whether or not the mystery is solved. Right. But just that whole trope really grates on me, mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, women are mysterious, and, and we she gotta, was we also. Gotta figure them out. They're also the most interesting parts of your lives. Yeah. Ba- yeah. Basically. Yeah. Uh, which I mean, that's a whole separate issue, um, and and how the film deals with that is kind of interesting. Uh, but, you know. Um, at at certain points in this film, I I was I was very worried for the livelihood of these characters, right? Because they were they were doing things. doing very dangerous things, right. and I'm gonna say just with no consequences, none, none whatsoever. Uh, they should have met so many homeless people, uh, and they <laughs> they should have been in so much more trouble Constantly. than they were, but yeah. they they weren't. Uh, I'll tell you. Um, I don't know if I like the main character or not. He was he was definitely playing into a type, uh, you know. The uh, although it was toned down, he's kind of supposed to be that. Oh, he's kind of nerdy. Doesn't really know how to, you know, handle his life. Um, and I think maybe this is also a side effect of us having just reviewed uh, Me and Earl and the Dying Girl, mm-hmm. where it's kind of a similar character, but he handles life entirely differently. Entirely different. Um, which is kind of the interesting part of that film. But the the whole angle is that sometimes you get you you get these main characters who they look at life one way and then someone comes in and tells them to look another way and they go oh, i've been looking at my life wrong the whole time and then they see it the other way or they decide oh i should stick with what i know like it's it's kind of too didactic it's kind of like to i should either do this or do that and life is about way more than right. this or that yeah it's it's so many things there's varying on. degrees of of paths that you can take through life it's not it's not it's not two shades. It's not yeah. this path or the other path. I'm also going to say, um, uh, you, you had a mild complaint about the trailer. I'm going to say that the trailer was also misleading. Right. Uh, from what I got from the trailer was that this guy and his neighbor girl never spoke. Never. And then at the beginning of the movie, it's instantly like, yeah, they were no, friends. No, we were friends. For a couple we of years. We hung out together. Because they were young and they hung out. Like, that's, and they lived course, across the street from each other. It makes total sense that they yeah. hung out for a little bit and then they fell apart. And, and you know what? I blame her. Yeah, she even later on says, "Hey, I did a bad thing. Yeah, I was part of a th- uh, a thing that made you feel bad." Yeah, and he's like, "He should have. He shouldn't forgive her. He should be like, no. yeah, that's kind of shitty. Yeah, you you were not a good person. Yeah, um, like I was really mad at her character for the most part of it yeah. because it's kind of she was extremely selfish. Mm. The whole and movie. There's a there's a scene um, when when she does uh, it's in the trailer where she disappears and they're like oh we don't know and the cops are over and her parents oh, yeah. are over you're, you're number yeah, one her, and her 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 mother mm-hmm. uh, Margot her Mar- Margot Roth Spiegelman can you get a more pretentious goddamn name that's the um, point she of course and uh, her mother says oh she'll just come home uh, when she runs out of money or when people forget about her. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, she is a bad person who mm-hmm. wants attention and doesn't care about consequences. Yeah, like there, they there's early in the film they tell stories about where people thought she was or where maybe she actually was. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, oh, she went on tour with a band and she joined a circus, and it's like whether or not she actually did those things, she was somewhere and mm-hmm. she was like thirteen, fourteen, and just disappeared, and just disappeared, and ran for away, months, weeks. We don't know how long. Yeah, but it just feels so unrealistic to the point of like. 
I just hate her. Like I just didn't like her at Damn. all. I didn't like her, I and, didn't and feel it kind of extended to like me not liking him because the uh, was because he's so strung up Quentin. on him. Yeah, he's Quentin. so hung up on her, but he won't admit it. Mm-hmm. And it's like even his friends are like, God, "You love her," and he's like, "Shut up! Oh, go away." He's like, "I'm gonna go hide out and be dangerous." And it's like you're just being dumb. Like he's an extremely rational human being until she, she says, comes back into his life. Yeah, she says, "Hey, let's go do a dangerous thing," and he he does it and he commits to it, and then he won't stop. He just yep. keeps being dangerous and ridiculous it's like he, he like you said he had his whole life planned out ahead of him and then all she had to say was does that make you happy and it's like whoa my whole life is wrong like no you're just you're just whatever yeah i'm just i'm mad I'm i can sorry. tell i mean i wasn't this only... mad when i came home but now that i'm i've stewed on it i'm just kind of like ugh, whatever yeah, i'm not mad what, what i did enjoy was a lot of, all the side characters were great oh yeah i really liked um he had a a, a friend um what was it? radar they radar. called him and part of his thing which i loved this reveal in the in the film uh was that oh, he wouldn't he man. wouldn't bring his girlfriend over because his parents his, collected were trying, were trying to collect the largest collection of Black Santas. For Guinness Book of World Records. And that was so funny. Oh, man. Like, that was so funny. Because whenever he was at home, it would just go to him, and he's surrounded by Black Santas. <laughs> oh, it was great. Yeah. And I like that he had a girlfriend. Like, I like that they weren't all, like, sad sack, lonely, No, whatever. he was fine. Like, they were fine. Like, the, he was in band. He had a girlfriend. His life was great. Yeah. And even um, early on, before he got all obsessed with uh, Margot Roth, blah, 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 mm-hmm. um, uh, Q uh, Quentin he had a girlfriend yeah but that didn't work out and no. it's like okay I'm like okay these are normal people these are not you know losers or lonely boys like they've they can handle life right and then when they go to a party I really like they that they have fun they had fun and they, they had, all did their own stuff they all did the thing that they stayed true to their own characters which yeah. was which I mean for uh, Quentin it was like solving the mystery which I was fine with at that point I was still kind of involved in the mystery I was still kind of like, okay, I want to see how this mystery turns out. Mm-hmm. There, I don't know when the turning point came, but there was a turning point for me where I was like, this is not gonna, this is not gonna end well. Right. Uh, I think when the road trip begins, that's when I was like, oh. Boy. Because yeah, I mean, the road trip's a fun part, but you're right. Like, like I don't think the road trip in itself is a dangerous thing, and it's mm-hmm. been in so many movies before. They just have one dangerous part during that. Yeah. Well, and, and the but the the time before that, like mm-hmm. where They're they go to a place abandoned. they shouldn't places be in somewhere that they describe one of the characters described as detroitish yeah did you catch that yeah that was pretty i was like oh boy i like that that's interesting i I love that adjective yeah (laughs) um but uh and then he falls asleep in there at one point and you're like what are you doing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah uh yeah and but another part of the road trip that i thought found kind of annoying was that we get one we see one character calling his mother and saying oh i'm just i had to go to new york real quick don't Mm -hmm. worry about it I can't imagine that all, what, six people in that car mm-hmm. or five? Five. All five people in that car were able to call a parental unit and go, yeah, I, just, I had to go to New York real quick. Don't worry about it. I'm missing a day or two of school. It's not a big deal. It's just a road trip. It's just a road trip. Just a, we're all underage going on an unplanned. Well, they all seem. Spur of the moment I mean, I don't trip. know anything about, uh, what's her name? Lacey. Lacey? Mm. Yeah, Lacey. Lacey that's, that's or. Margot's best friend. I don't know anything about Lacey or Angela, uh-huh. but the rest of them are like model students. Yeah. So for them to be like the day before prom and being like, hey, we're going to do a road trip real quick, mm. I could see their parents being like, oh my God, thank God they're getting out of the house. And they're, <laughs> they're doing something. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Stan, I told you he was going to eventually get out of his cocoon. The Radar's parents were like, bring us home a Black Santa. Yeah, yeah, get a Black Santa in New York. <laughs> we want one. Um, 
And also, like, it also blew my mind because I've taken lots of road trips. Mm. And they're like, yeah, we got up there in 20 hours. And I was like, that's how, sh- that's how small the East Coast is? Yeah, I don't know if that's really true. Because they never stopped except for that one time. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, I the mean, West I, Coast must be huge then, because I've driven up the coast before, and that takes forever. Yeah, I kind of, I bought the length of time that they were saying, uh-huh. but it just, in the sense that they were literally not stopping, except yeah. for gas and, you know, peeing. Well, radar headed all time down. Yeah. It just seemed, it, it did seem a little strange that it was, it was going to happen so quickly. Because, mm-hmm. like, if you've ever, uh, I've driven up to, not me personally, but I've been in a car that has driven up to San Francisco from mm-hmm. where we are. Yeah. Uh, and that, that takes eight hours. Yep. Like, not stopping. Yep. So that's that that's doesn't in seem the same like that state. Far. Yeah, we're California is a big state. That's a long state, and that's not even that's not even the top of California. There's another no. like five hours after that. Yeah. So it just it felt a little like. Eh. But I've always I always forget how big California is. Mm-hmm. Like we're a big state. I don't know how. Yeah, how big are each sides of the of the U.S.? That's really something to, to think about there. Yep. But uh, but the point is, uh, yeah, the it just it felt. There was some weirdly unrealistic parts for me where mm. I was like, like they're smoothing they're this over so quickly. They're getting away with so much stuff mm-hmm. all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that doesn't happen that way. And here, this isn't a spoiler, So, but this is, by the end of the film, this is what I thought. God, I can't wait until we come back around to where these teenage movies are told from the jock's point of view. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I feel so tired of like, where oh, they're I'm just, just a lonely, nerdy, they're just, boring, they're just having parties all the time. Wait, isn't that... Uh, isn't that Is that movie? Zac I'll Efron movie right coming now. out where he's a DJ? Please. Uh, yes, I want to see that because yeah. I think that's where I'm at right now where I'm just yeah. like, I'm so tired of these nerdy, like, uncomfortable. Like, oh no, I'm a straight A student. My life's perfect. Uh, oh, but, but I love a girl. I'm so unhappy. I won't tell her. Yeah. I won't tell her. Tell her. I don't know, man. Shouting. This is high school. Just, just could you talk? Something. No, no, no. Tell me 100%. Could you walk up to a girl in high school? I mean, and be like, I had a girlfriend. I love you. I no, that's different. That's different than being in love with someone. Good and set. Uh, I think, I mean, there, there's science behind the fact that yeah. everything is such a big deal in high school because there's so many chemicals in teenagers' Does brains. middle school count? I went up to a girl in middle school and told her I liked her. No, that doesn't count. You're too young. Whatever. You weren't. You weren't. What? Uh, you weren't knee deep in Ever. hormones freaking you out. Anyway, the point is, I just feel like I'm watching a lot of these movies going like, wow, this you, you this would all be over as soon as he said anything. As soon as he gave any hint of like, I like you more than a friend. Like, it just tires me. It just makes me tired. <laughs> just, I'm so tired. Maybe that's my fault. I mean, honestly. Yeah. Maybe, but or it could be the movie industry. I don't know. Uh, it could be either way. I just, I feel like there, there are some interesting parts to this film, but it's not the main character. Yeah. Like, barely. barely. I mean, I didn't have a problem with him. Especially because he was different than the stuff that was annoying me in other movies. I mean, it wasn't. I mean, we get that they're nerdy in the sense that they they're in band. And here's the other enough? thing: like, what? I mean, am I? And they've never been to a party before. Yeah, am I qualifying them as nerdy without? No, they're they're nerdy-ish, but they're mm-hmm. they're not on the point where they're antisocial. Like, yeah, they've all. I don't know about Crazy Boy, but they've all had girlfriends. Yeah, and they can talk to women. He can talk to her. Yeah, he just can't tell her how he feels. Yeah, I. I don't know, because then the, even now in the trailer it worked for me, but now in the film the scene where they're like, "Oh, let's go to this party." Uh, we've been to parties. If it's a tuba there, it's not a party. I'm like, I think it could be a party if it's a tuba there. I don't know. I've been to tuba parties. <laughs> I'm kidding. I've not been. To t- I don't even know what that means. 
I'm just I'm talking because you're you're not. This is Andrew talks because Jordan's not. How's it going, everybody? <laughs> I'm just gonna keep going. <laughs> Here we go. I'm just gonna let you go. <clears throat> um, I don't know. I f- I feel like by the end of this film, I was okay. I just I was tired. I was like, what? I don't understand half the things. Why did they happen the way that they happened? Uh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> no, you got nothing. Nah, everything else I have is uh, discussion time. Discussion. Uh, do you, do you, okay, so you you mentioned before we started uh, uh, the the cameo. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ansel Elgort. That is his real name. That's okay. Yeah, homeboy showed up and like had his tattoo and everything. Uh-huh. And uh, during the entire movie, there was an annoying group of junior high girls, like all the way in the back of the theater. And they mm. wouldn't fucking shut up the entire movie. Uh-huh. They were always talking. Wow. They were always giggling. They were, I if I wasn't there with someone, I would have fucking oh man, like there are very few things that can set me off. But like the entire movie, really, like they never shut up. Wow. And did it peak when he shut up? Or oh god, they squealed. They squealed. Is ridiculous, but that was the only reason why I was like, "Oh, I guess this guy is somebody," because I hadn't seen Fault in Our Stars yet. I mean, I just I recognized him as like I was like, "Oh, that's that's that someone who guy, looks yeah, right? he's like an actor." Yeah, oh, I've seen he's the only person in this film besides the model that I'm like, uh, um, that I know. I recognize the main guy from something. I don't remember what. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I I think he was also in Fault in Our Stars. No. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe as a side, I never saw. Fault not in Stars, the main so. character, because the main the main guy was the the that guy that we're talking about. I right know, now. but I'm saying I think he was also in that movie. Whatever. The point is, uh, we're now starting a John Green universe where yeah, we are, and it's it worries me because they are working on his. Uh, uh, did you? Oh, when you saw the theater, did you also get a special message from John Green at the beginning? This is so special. Hey guys, I'm maybe. so glad you came to see my movie. Maybe I did. I'm John Green. Well, they're making more of my movies. They're making more. <laughs> there was like, it was really funny because he started to tell a story, and I was yeah, like, "Oh, this he's, could be." He's third build. Oh, okay. Fault in Our Stars. I didn't even realize. Right there. Did not realize. What a what a guy. <laughs> Wonder what he'll be because his. And now he's going to be in the intern with Robert De Niro. Yes. Where he's the guy who signs him in at That's the beginning of that movie. Uh. Anyway, no, I want to talk about this special message from John Green. At the Please beginning. do. I don't think I had it. You don't think you had it? Maybe no. it was a, uh, where did I go see it? AMC? Maybe it was an AMC exclusive. I was at, I was at Long Beach Town Center. Mm-mm-mm. That's not an AMC. Whatever. Uh, AMC no, gets these gets these exclusive messages, and I, they're from, always super from dumb. People. Yeah, they're always dumb. But no, so he comes up, and he starts telling a story, and I thought, oh, this is going to go somewhere. And it had no, the, the story had no end. Like, it, there was no point to it. He He just was like, yeah, I was on set uh, helping him out on the theater, and I was like, "Wow, who are all these people on the set? Wow, there's like a lot of, a lot of people, and you know they're in the credits." Enjoy the movie. Enjoy the movie. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Was that oh, supposed man. to be funny?" <laughs> what no, just I think I and think it like comes really... up, and they're like, "No, oh, John boy. Green, you need to say something." And the, he's like, oh, "Okay, sh- the, here's another thing. This is entirely. I don't know who to blame for this because whoever made this special message from John Green." Um, it was on a green screen, mm-hmm. but it was like really bad, and it was trying to make it look like he was on the set, 
Yeah, it was like a back, like the background was backstage, but it was really bad green screen. I could tell he was in front of a green screen. Wow. And then they also did this really dumb thing where like, I don't know if he couldn't just do it in one take or if it's like, if uh, it's the weird it like YouTube. A couple times? It, 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 I think it's a YouTube generation thing. I will cite, look. <laughs> no, I, I, I 100% agree with you. It's uh, a really dumb thing. Do you, okay, look, uh, this was many years ago. There was a YouTube... I don't know if this was on YouTube or what the hell this was. Mm-hmm. Um, do you remember a person named Zay Frank? No. His first name was Z-E. No. <laughs> type, it, type that into your Googler and uh, see what pops up. Um, but I, uh, when the internet... When I was younger and the internet was catching on fire, uh, I found this guy somehow. And he did a... Um, he uploaded a, a video, mm-hmm. a short video every day for a year that was a challenge he put to himself oh he's a performance artist composer humorist and public speaker and so i watched these videos and like they were really cool but he oh my god he's the vice executive vice president of video at buzzfeed i'm sure he is he started early but he as in my mind he pioneered this video style of of just a head talking to a a a webcam Mm -hmm. with a light source and like fast cuts, like cuts where it's like he, he's mid-sentence and it cuts to him in a mid-sentence of another sentence because he screwed up and he just needed to do a retake. But instead of doing it from the beginning, you just take it from the middle somewhere. Wow. And it became like a weird running gag on the website where like depending on where his light source was, depending on which pupil was bigger than the other, like that's how close the camera was to his fucking face. But after that, that's all I saw. YouTube yeah, people. got videos six years ago. YouTube people. 2009. Were uh, doing this style where it's just them on the screen and they just cut whenever they needed, whenever they made a mistake. And that was this opening video of John. John Green does YouTube shit now. Yeah. Right? And that was what this opening video was like. It's just, it, it was, was in a full his, body. It was in that style. He was a full body shot of him on a green screen, badly green screened. But it's like, he was like, hey, I'm John Green. I'm glad you're here to see my movie. Quick cut. And it's like, but him in the same position, but they're just kind of janky. Like he just kind of moves real quick. And he's like, oh, one time I was on a movie set and I was like, wow, look at all these people. Wow, wow. And he's like, oh, I'm glad they're working on my new movie, uh, Looking for Alaska. I think that's what it's called. Mm-hmm. It's his first book that mm-hmm. now they're making into a movie because of all okay. these other ones. And then quick cut and he goes, Enjoy like, quick the cut, movie. Yeah, like really weird, awkward quick cuts that don't make any that's sense. So like, but he's just standing there. So it just looks bad. It just looks bad, guys. Maybe on YouTube it looks okay. But in it real looks life. It's fine when it's a person who has no production equipment yeah. and no programming. This is like ability. leading into a film. A feature film. I don't know. Maybe I'm being too harsh on these dumb promo videos. No, you're not. Because they're dumb promo videos. That's what they are. Yeah. But they should look better. Yeah. Uh, What was the one? I like other example. Another just another. See the bad green screen thing almost makes me think about like Twitch streaming where they have chroma Mm. backgrounds. It looked like that, and it looks just like that. Okay, no. What I mean by what made it extra bad was that I could tell it was a green screen because. The way that the picture of this background was, they had applied some kind of a filter to it to make it look blurry, like as if they're mm, focusing on. Yeah, I've seen that before. Yeah. and I was like, "That's a that looks really bad. dumb." Yeah. Wow. Anyway, like there are, there have been other times when this happened, but it's not like it doesn't look bad. There was one I went to go see whatever special edition of Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers, mm-hmm. and they had Peter Jackson tell a little story beforehand mm-hmm. and like he was sitting in an office that was decorated you know with lord of the Rings stuff so it looked cool mm-hmm. um but like i think he was in new zealand and there was an open window so there was a fly like just flying around him and they didn't like go wait a second let's catch this fly like no there's just he's that's telling great. a story and a fly just like lands on him <laughs> i think that's fucking awesome yeah but it just, i'd rather have that, that um, sure it was more entertaining but yeah. it was just kind of like really guys you couldn't kill a fly for nope. five seconds well probably because peter jackson went no nah, i'm done <laughs> like, that was my one take 
I've got look. I've got movies to go make. You anyway. get the hell out of my office. The my point is, uh, John Green sits in a room and goes, "They're making more of my movies." I don't know if he even cares about money at this point. Yeah, but it uh, whatever. Uh, when we get to the discussion part, well, I think we'll go more into book differences. Neither of us have read the book, but, nice I, tangent. but I read yeah. the I read an article describing differences, uh, big differences between the book and the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, one that I'll mention right now is that um, Angela in the mm-hmm. book does not go on the road trip. Oh, what? Exactly. Really? And even apparently in an interview, John Green himself said, yeah, I regret that. And so that's why he was okay with her going on the movie. Oh. Retro. Yeah. So, and it I think does that kind of makes sense that she goes. Well, and that made um, not just her, but Radar a more complete character. Yeah. You kind of, you, you get more out of because both Because there's so much that happens on the road trip. Between yeah. Them. The road trip is a big deal for every single character, mm-hmm. but for all different reasons. Uh, so yeah, I think this is just like a, uh, maybe I just don't like John Green. I never saw Fault in Our Stars. I never had the desire to. I thought it was kind of dumb looking. Uh, and, you know, I, I, I kind of find the, uh, I don't even know what to call it, but he's like, uh, w- when I was, when I used to go on Tumblr a lot, like people would post gifts of, of him talking about stuff and I would be like, I don't really, you're, you're talking about dumb stuff. I don't know. Am I wrong? Am I no. dumb? Am I old? I feel old. Yeah. Because I, when I agreed with that mother we're, in that scene, I was like, old. I feel so old right yeah. now. She was like, she'll come home when she's out of money. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. You're not a bad parent. You're like, he, a, you're like an old parent already. No, no, no. But at that point, he goes, he goes uh, not, not, not contenders. Not contenders. A parent of the, of the year. year. And I was like, maybe, no, maybe a little. These, these are parents who, after uh, maybe, 18 years of having this kid, repeatedly runs away for five, months at a time. She says five. Five. This is the fifth time she has run away, and she's Jesus. 18 now. Let her do what she wants. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it gets to a point where you're just like, maybe Margot's the bad person. Yeah, maybe. Consider yep. the following. But the all right, <laughs> let's we'll talk about it more in discussion because I feel like the movie does address that. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. I just don't want to talk about it here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think um, if you're gonna see this movie, be ready for all of that that <laughs> we're describing. Too. I think I think it's worth a watch. I don't think you should see it in the movie theater. That's interesting. There's no reason to see this on a big screen. I don't yeah, feel like no. movies of this type should anybody should go pay money to see them. Wait till they are rented. Like no no. I believe that movie theaters are for spectacles, yeah, yeah, and big screen experiences mm-hmm. and uh, like shared experience movies, like comedies. Mm-hmm. Because if you're in a full theater for a comedy, all the feelings are infectious. Mm-hmm. Which is why horror movies are also great there. But mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if everybody's okay with that. Whatever, I'll start uh, going to more. You'll see. Right. <laughs> as long You'll as see. They, as long as they have uh, stage ghosts. Yeah, they're the best kind of ghosts. Theater <laughs> ghosts. Theater ghosts. All right, so I think that's uh, going to wrap up our review. Yeah, that's it. All right, so let's talk about what's new in theaters. Oh, we got uh, Mission Impossible, Rogue Nation. M-I-R-N. Yep. Uh, Mirren. Um, Helen Mirren. Helen Mirren. Uh, Vacation. V. And, uh, For Vendetta. The End of Tour, which I just like to call E.T. 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 The Extra Tour. Yep, The Extra Tour. Uh, but before we play Guess the Ending... Mm-hmm. let's give out some thanks starting oh. with uh, Silent Partner who did our theme song Sophomore Makeout you got that song from the YouTube audio library uh, we're thinking about adding more songs to the show Oh, uh, we'll see what happens <laughs> who knows uh, our logo was done by Justin Kizon of Agents of Guard that's agentsofguard.com that's a website where you can read uh, articles about nerdy shit if you're a nerd and you like, you like comic books you like movies you like TV shows uh, they're writing about it uh, so go check them out, agentsofguard.com. I do another podcast called Shut Up, Leonard. 
I do that with Matt Benson, and we talk all about the TV show Community. Uh, that's the show that was created by Dan Harmon. It's currently not on the air. Uh, the sixth season was on Yahoo Screen. Uh, so if you know anything about that show or like that show, go check it out, shutupleonard.com, or on Twitter, at shutuplenpod. I do another podcast with Matt Benson and David King of Midnight Marinara fame. It's called Pick Your Path. It's a choose-your-own-adventure-style podcast where every month we're bringing you a fully scripted-out choose-your-own-adventure-style story where you, the listener, get to make decisions because it's an enhanced podcast. You pick uh, which way you're going to go in the story with chapters. Uh, The uh, next story coming out uh, is written by Matt Benson. Uh, It'll be out at the end of this week if we're we're lucky, (laughs) if all the stars align. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's called Trapped on Channel 2. It's a, a riveting story. I like it a lot. It's a good time. Uh, go check it out. Uh, BenviewNetwork.com slash PYP. Uh, if Tom was here, he'd tell you about Optograb.org and Readwave.com and his short stories on Amazon and Smashwords. If Jordan was here, he'd tell you about... I will be streaming <clears throat> on... Uh... Oh, wow. I may not be able to. <coughs> You stream right. video games. What do I you stream do? video games on Twitch over at www.twitch.tv backslash Gamer Assault Weekly. Uh, we actually have streamers uh, Tuesday through Sunday now, or Tuesday through Saturday. And um, this week I would have been playing Fallout New Vegas on PC, but uh, I'm going to be helping a friend move, so I won't be streaming until the following week. But you can come uh, follow us at uh, GA Weekly on Twitter. Uh, for updates, but we do news, we do all kinds of stuff. It's uh, it's pretty incredible, and uh, you'll have a really good time. We got a new streamer, uh, Curie. She's she's pretty awesome. She's funny. She was playing Resident Evil Four the other day, cool. and uh, it's a lot of fun. And I'm gonna get her set up so she can play Fatal Frame One through Three. Whoa! Um, on her stream, which is gonna be a lot of fun, because that game's scary. <laughs> is it now? Uh, but you know what isn't scary? BenviewNetwork.com. That's where you can go to check out all the great podcasts on the Benview Network. Uh, so just, you know, go check check all those out. Uh, and you can go to our personal website, nevpodcast.com. Uh, email us, nevpodcast at gmail.com if you have any, uh, you know, if you want us to review a film, if mm-hmm. you want us to, if you disagree with the review, if you, you know, whatever you have to say. Right. <clears throat> you know, because uh, we put out bonus episodes. Uh, we're going to have a bonus episode that will include several different films from the current times. Right. Uh, we don't know when that'll drop. We we try and save that for an off week. Uh, so we'll see. So if you send us in and say, hey, we'd love to hear what you think about anything, any film, we'll try and review that and drop it in a bonus review. Yeah. Uh, and my personal Twitter is at Podcaster Andrew. I'm at True Valk. All right. So I think uh, that means it's time for... Guess the ending. I did not expect that. That's a new. I'm tr- I'm trying to riff new uh, versions. Of okay. The Guess the ending song. All right. I don't know. It's gonna change and evolve every week, maybe, or I'll find one I like and get lazy and just keep that one. We did not pre-pick our guess the endings. No, we didn't. So I we are in a that. spot of trouble right here. <laughs> uh, but I will gladly take on Mission Impossible Rogue Nation. Okay, all right, good. Uh, good, good, good. And get that going right now. I will be guessing the ending for the film Mission Impossible Rogue Nation, directed by Christopher McQuarrie, starring Tom Cruise, Rebecca Ferguson, Jeremy Renner, Simon Pegg, and a lot of other people. It's a good cast. Uh, here's the description. Ethan and team. Okay, then. Ethan and team take on their most impossible mission yet. 
eradicating, oops, excuse me, eradicating the syndicate, an international rogue organization as highly skilled as they are, committed to destroying the IMF. Hold on, did you say Spectre? Uh, that's a spoiler, sir. Oh. It's a spoiler. Oh, you're getting, sorry. You're getting into spoiler. Sorry about that. Sorry, sorry about that. All right, so um, in the film, there's a part where uh, Ethan is taken hostage by the syndicate, and he breaks out with the help of this mysterious woman. He doesn't know if he should trust her. Uh, as the film goes on, uh, he comes to find out that she uh, is the daughter of the original syndicate leader, Mm-hmm. and that she has figured out what they're about and doesn't like it. So that's why she's helping the IMF now. She's an unofficial, she's a she's a double agent, unofficial, whatever you want to call it. Uh, so she is helping him out to take down the syndicate, uh, but she's also saying that maybe there's some syndicate people on your side that you don't know about. And he's like, well, sure there are. And uh, when we get to the end, we find out that it's actually Alec Baldwin. He's He is her father and the syndicate leader. And then they also find out what syndicate stands for. It stands for systems, not dedicated entirely cats eradication. They admit that the creator of the syndicate was a little drunk when he came up with the name and he was a big fan of specter, which as we all know, stands for special executive counterintelligence, terrorism, revenge, and extortion. Uh, so in the end, of course, they, they destroyed the syndicate. Everything's fine with the IMF. We get another scene where everyone's sitting at a, at a table on the, on the pier of somewhere and they're all saying, well, what are we going to do next time? And, uh, Simon Pegg says, I just got a call from space. <laughs> and that's the, t- the cliffhanger. <laughs> uh, and that, that leads into first contact. That leads into, uh, yeah. Star Trek first contact. <laughs> that's what they're going to call the fourth Star Trek film. Cause the new one's called Star Trek beyond. Oh, Did you know that? That's the no. new title of the third one. No, I didn't know Star that. Star Trek Beyond. Ooh. Yeah, sure. Why not? Podcast Beyond? Is it involved PlayStations? Yeah. To- to- totes. Totes my goats. <laughs> Do your guess the ending. For God. I'm done. Are I got nothing done? else to say. I'm letting you just keep going. Until Space Called. That's all that you have to know about the end of this movie. I'm doing Vacation, uh, directed by John Francis Daly and Jonathan M. Goldstein, starring Ed Helms, Christina Applegate, Skyler Gisondo, I guess. I don't know. And Steel Stibbins. Rusty Griswold takes his own family on a road trip to Wally World in order to spice things up with his wife and reconnect with their sons. So. It sounds uh, like opposing things, by the way. Yeah. yeah. I would like. Uh, hello, sir. I am at this desk right now because I would like you to tell me how to spice things up with my wife and at the same time reconnect with my sons. Wow. How do I do that, sir? Thank you. Please tell me both. <laughs> please. I like help, please. <laughs> I like both, please. Please. I would think you would want to do one or the other. Right. Um, also, was he in jail? Why did he have to reconnect? This really, this raises more because, questions. Because, you know, they're just, they're falling away from each other. And also says sons. I'm pretty sure he only has one mm. son. Doesn't he have a two. son and a daughter? No, no, no. Or they're it's, just two boys? It's two boys. Because there's a oh yeah because I the, the little trailer, one is like the this one's is a real bullshit. shithead yeah there's a part uh, where like I love that kid the older boy is making a winky face and the younger boy is like are you just gonna fuck her like it's just like that's how crass this damn fucking <laughs> piece of shit we're gonna review Mission Impossible is what I'm saying right now <laughs> yeah obviously so uh, 
they go on this trip. It's kind of like, you know, it's what he did as a kid and he wants to kind of reconnect with that because he felt like it was like the greatest moment in his life. And uh, it all leads to the uh, moment where they go swimming in that uh, that swamp where there's like toxic waste, you know, um, being dumped and they think it's a hot spring. And uh, they get out of there and they clean themselves off. And the rest of the movie, they start noticing things are a little different little little different and uh by the end of the film they find out they're fantastic four um uh one of their sons changes gender and uh, no there's only one girl in the, oh right, in right, the you know you're right. Right, 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 right. Yeah. my bad mm-hmm. um he becomes uh, the elongated man uh yeah. she becomes uh the uh, transparent woman uh and the sons <laughs> become uh ignite boy and ignite um, boy and uh roll around rock boy and uh he he's uh, kind of reminiscent of the Metroid Ball from the Metroid series. Yeah, he just yeah. kind of rolls around, yeah, because um, he's a shithead, mm-hmm. as we discussed earlier. And oh, is that the one who turns into the rock? Yeah, good. Okay, good. yep. Because he just rolls I around of and this. breaks stuff. Yeah, yep. And uh, they end up going to the thing and they destroy it, and uh, the government comes in and tries to take them out, and uh, ends up enlisting them for future, you know, special you know situations where they're going to need help. Good. And uh, that's uh, the end of the movie. Good, good. Uh, if any of those endings are correct, email us anybodypodcast@gmail.com. We can now end the guessing. It's finished. The guesses are all in. Mm-hmm. The votes have been tallied. I'm shooing away flies. This is how. <laughs> this is how the show ends. This uh, is how the show ends. Um, I like your reference. Anyway, uh, if you stick around after you know the the theme song, you'll get our discussion segment. Uh, where we discuss more about uh, Paper Towns, uh, what we thought about it. I think we get some really good stuff in there. Mm-hmm. We get some really good thoughts down. Uh, so, yeah, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, we'll be um, doing the impossible uh, and having a mission where we uh, become a rogue nation. Is that how that goes? Oh, I'm hoping. We'll become a rogue nation against flies. <laughs> Jordan is fighting a fly right now. That's right. Yeah, it's it's I wish I had those superpowers. Uh, so... Uh, be sure to come back next week and listen. Uh, until then, this has been episode 235 of Nerds I View. I'm Andrew. I'm Jordan. Why are you so loud? I don't know why I'm so loud. What are you doing? I'm just talking. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> All the way down. And a fucking bat. <laughs> anyway. Discussion. Tell me about these book differences. Because you read the article <clears throat> and you didn't oh, send it to me. I can't remember. I would have loved to have read it. I didn't save it. I don't know why. Yeah, because um, you're a bad person. So the one that I remember the most is that. Because uh, you're pulling a Margo. I don't see the connection. Selfish. Am I leaving clues everywhere and disappearing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Where'd you go? I don't. I'm not going to (laughs) say. I'm a mystery. (laughs) I went to a paper town. Paper town. Paper town. Um, You'll go to the paper towns. (laughs) That's how she sounds in the trailer. (laughs) And you'll never come back. (laughs) Yeah. I'm a paper girl. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She has a weird voice, and I hate it. Um, (laughs) Wow. Is there anything about this ex-supermodel that you don't like? uh, No. Or that you do like? Nope. 
Nope. All right. Well, she's in a bunch more movies. She's going to be in Suicide Squad, which I'm, in, yeah. I'm kind of and intrigued. She's going to be in Pan. Is she in Pan? Yep. Is she one of the mermaids? She's the mer. She's all the mermaids. Is she the mermaid in Pirates Five Four? No. Who's the mermaid in Pirates Four? Different Can you chick. look that up while I try and remember all this shit? Yep. Um, there's another thing. Um, oh, when they go on the road trip, the reason why they need to buy clothes is like they leave. Oh. It's, Do we really want to talk about why they need new clothes? It's because he pees in a can and it spills no, no, no. on them both. It's different in the book. Oh. It's something weird. I can't remember what the hell it is right now. But there's some other reason why they don't have clothes. Which or one they don't is have the fourth one? It's on Stranger, Stranger Tides? Tides, yeah. There's a whole other reason why they don't have clothes. And um, that's why... Um, but instead of um, uh, the the black character getting the Confederate flag shirt, it's the white character. Oh. But they changed I, because only he needed. It was like a weird thing where only one of them needed a shirt, and and but in the movie, I think they changed it, and it was smart and it was timely in a weird it was way. Really funny, super like crazy timing for the whole uh, deal of it. Not even close, huh? They got the same face. <laughs> okay, all models have the same face. Wow. Anyway. Uh, what was another she, big... She is a model, yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Uh, well, oh, the beginning part was super different. Um, it's funny because in the article, they say that they don't mention SeaWorld. But in the movie, they clearly say, let's go to SeaWorld. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, they don't... But in the m- book, they fil- they fill there's a scene at SeaWorld. Oh. They actually do make it there and something happens that's bad. I can't remember what it is. Oh, but it's more about... Um, it's more about there are these um, instead of just paper towns. There's like she's also obsessed with like tenement buildings that are built but never finished, mm-hmm. like abandoned, abandoned subdivisions places. or something. Yeah, and that's where they find that dead body the first time. They find a dead body in an abandoned apartment oh, type thing, not and, on the side of the road. Yeah, and so it, it, that turns into more of her obsession with those kinds of buildings. And so there's a scene where something else is happening in the movie, but in the book, it's supposed to be that he's searching in those abandoned subdivisions. Oh, yeah, like he's looking there for her, but she's instead of there. that one abandoned building, I think, I which think is, that's that's that's, that's the connection that they're trying to make. Um, and then, of course, because of the uh, because Angela's not on the road trip, that's all entirely different. Mm-hmm. In the book, it's hinted at that she didn't want Radar to go because they were going to do something special, mm-hmm. which in the movie they totally they they seal the deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I hope they I hope he picked up a condom. At yeah, the old, where what? At the and old, also, this is the other thing I got throughout store. the entire movie, and I'm like, none of them were ever wearing seatbelts. Oh wow, I didn't notice that. ever. That's bad. Even during the scene where they almost fucking died, is that's and then they get did, back on the road. They get wow. back on the road and no one's wearing a seatbelt. Wow. Because think about how much they move around that car. You're right. They're constantly moving. Oof. None of them is wearing a seatbelt. That's really bad. That's a bad one. And after you almost die in yeah, an accident. You die in an ac- and the accident is different in the in the book. I don't remember exactly what happens, mm-hmm. but it's not a cow and a swerve or anything. It's like um, whatever it is. Oh, this reminds me of a whole other thing that's in the book, but not in the movie as much. Um so radar looks up how much it would take to fix the damage on the car and mm-hmm. they just look it up and they go, oh, okay, we can fix that. And so then they don't have to wait for a car, a tow truck. I didn't even understand why they needed a tow truck. Because they don't know how to change a tire. Like That was the only thing that was wrong. Was a tire? That was it. Popped? The tire popped. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Yes. Like they, I don't feel that like they it. ever said it. They walk up to the side of the car. The, they show the tire that is now empty. Oh, they didn't. kick it. I didn't even. And then they go, oh, like we got to wait for the tow truck. I took a micro nap right there. <laughs> So did everyone else. Anyway, uh, yeah. And so there's a whole thing going on where um, you see like their text messages in the book, but there's mm-hmm. none of that in the movie. 
They're, yeah. they're like texting. They're never and, really on the and phone. And it, it plays into radar is uh, a heavy user of, um, they don't call it Wikipedia. They call it like, they mention it once in the movie. Do you remember mm-hmm. what they call it? No. Like They have weird names for everything. Like Quictionary? Like they have a dumb they, name. It's basically Wikipedia. There's There's so many like... Aside from the Honda symbol on the mm-hmm. front of that van, uh-huh. they there's so much not talking about different brands, uh-huh. but still talking about them that I was like, all right, guys, you have your own names for everything. This is really stupid. Yeah, they don't call it Wikipedia, but it is very clear. There's one scene where they show it, and it is Wikipedia, mm-hmm. and it's ridiculous. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's even like... Uh, they're like uh, chronic maps or something ridiculous when they're looking up the distance, like... Yes, they have different names for everything. It's, it's oh, annoying. and and in the so when they do wake up, look up that Wikipedia entry for Aglo, mm-hmm. instead of just saying like there the 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 there is now one person here, mm-hmm. it's um it says there will be one person here until a specific date and time, oh. and that's why they have to go now 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 yeah because she's and it's not move. prom it's not prom that they're going to miss it's graduation mm-hmm. prom already happened that's a bit of a bigger deal yeah it's super weird. Like all the things that they changed, why they made it prom instead of graduation. Because that's such a big deal for kids. Sure. Uh, and then there's a whole other thing. When they get to, um, in the book, when they get to that abandoned farmhouse in Aglo, mm-hmm. she's there. Yeah, I would think so. She's definitely there. And she like she she confronts Lacey. And not just confronts Lacey, but like criticizes her for deciding to like be a couple with uh, with uh, uh, Bloody Ben. What's his name? Is his name Ben? Bloody Bobby? <laughs> he has a dumb nickname. There's Jace and... Jace? Who's Jace? Oh, Jace is the... Is the, uh, the no, I'm talking, about, I'm talking about the nerdy friend who, who can't get his shit together. Oh. Quentin? No, there's Quentin, Radar, and, and... Ben? Ben. Maybe. Whatever it was. Lace, remember, Lacey's going to go to prom with... With him. With him. Mm-hmm. And so, but in the book, whatever it is, like, they, they've, they've, you know, they've decided to be a couple. They're not going to prom because it's graduation going on now. Mm-hmm. But whatever it is, um, like, she, like, uh, uh, yeah, it's been, <laughs> she criticizes Lacey. For being with him? Yeah. What? And then, and then, um, Of course they change that because that makes her look even worse. Exactly. And then she goes off on Quentin. For following her? Yeah. And then that's when his friends are like, look, we're leaving tomorrow morning. You're with us or not. We don't care. We're leaving in the morning. Mm -hmm. And so however it is, they work it out. Uh, But yeah, that's that's the book differences. Wow. Um, But here's the thing. Let's talk about that ending. So we get to Aglo. She's not in the the movie. She's not in the barn. Mm -hmm. The friends are like, Fuck you, we're leaving. <laughs> like that's well, kind of how it goes. Get, yeah, they got to go back. And he's like, <laughs> it kind of takes well, no, a quick turn. Where they well, all... no, no, no. They they bring up a lot of points. Like we did everything we could, and we're not here for you. Yeah. Like we wanted to do this thing because we wanted to hang out with you, but like you agreed that if we got here and she wasn't here, that we would go. Yeah. And now you're going back on your promise. Yeah, and the movie kind of tries to make a last ditch effort to be like, um, this was our last time doing this and our last time doing that. Well, they like, are. It was never they, mentioned before. They, they all, are, I know, it's never mentioned that they're all going to completely different colleges. Yeah. It just right at the end, it's like, this is our last time hanging out and our last time seeing each other and our well, last time doing Not this. really, because graduation is pretty far after prom. Usually. I know, it just felt really weird. 
Yeah. That, but because they're because, not going to keep the only reason why until I, school graduates. It makes more sense if it graduation. is graduation because then they are never going to see each other. What I'm going to tell you is that they, they brought up that because in, in that next moment, the when they do find, uh, what's her name? Margot. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I wanted to give you a first. Like, that's the tie. But they didn't mention last until like right now. Mm-hmm. Like, it was, it was so like poorly. Poorly <laughs> like, done. added. Yeah. Um. So they leave him. He goes to the town, and mm-hmm. somehow by chance he just runs into her. She's staying yeah. at the town next to mm-hmm. Aglo, which makes sense. Which is a made-up town anyway. So yeah. that also confused me. I was like, if it's made up, why is it even? Why is there even a thing? Like, why is there even a barn? Like, it didn't make sense to me. Well, probably because that's what's just there in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So then he goes and he runs into her, and then he's like, "I found you." And she's like, "What? What do you mean you found me?" So you want to know like, an I interesting leave thing for nothing? Do you want to uh, know an interesting thing about <laughs> please, that scene? Please tell me. Uh, originally, when um they were doing the casting, because they already had him, mm-hmm. right? She came in and um, like, was like, "Hey, I want this role and everything," and read the book and all that stuff. And when they were doing the casting, they just had like the beginning lines, and the director said, "I want you to." ad-lib this and just do whatever you think the character would say and how they would act hmm. so most of that scene is just her on the fly making it up what do you mean like everything she says in that scene the way she acts everything that's not scripted the when he finds the, her the conversation they have hmm. i mean that makes sense because that was the and most that was, re- like that was the most real moment out of the whole and that was film. the first the first thing they ever did that was her that was what she did for when she was trying to get the role True. and they they were like no that was great we're gonna use that <laughs> Not obviously in the movie, but they, that's mm. what, you know. So, yeah, that was the most, like, human moment in the whole film. Yeah. But, yeah, it just, like, she's like, yeah, I left clues, but for no one. Like, to let you know that I was okay, yeah. not for you to come find me. But that kind of feels, like, dumb to me. Like, if you're going to be the fucking Riddler, then mm. you want to be found. Like, that's... Well, I mean, she also has been talking... You find out that she's been talking to her sister every day. Yeah. And, and she has a, a cell phone. What a little like, bee. That sister at, doesn't at one point, tell anyone, why like, doesn't, hey, she's okay, fine. <laughs> at the end of the movie, like, I didn't have a problem with it until I thought about it later. Mm. Like, why doesn't he just go, hey, why don't you give me your sister's phone number? Yeah. So I can call her and make sure she's okay. Yeah. Well, because they never knew that the little sister was in on it. They could have asked. They're paying I know. her. They're paying her money left and right to go in that room. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, she's mm-hmm. making Benjamins mm-hmm. up in this. Like, <sighs> I don't know. Yeah. It was the. There's a lot of troubling. But I want to bring it back to um, what I mentioned in the reviews section about women are mysteries and they're meant to be solved. Yep. This film. Well, he realizes as, as that last, she isn't one. Yeah. As a last ditch effort, it seems to eschew that I and don't. have the. I don't feel like that's the last issue ever. I feel like that's the point of the film. The point of the film is maybe it's is, the point of the film. is women are not mysteries. Mm. Uh, they're not mountains to be climbed. Mm. They are people. Yeah. And to put them up on a pedestal and to view them as anything other than just people mm. is gonna lead you down the wrong path. And yeah. that experience teaches them that like, yeah, I need to like go to our goals and goals and stuff like that. But I do also need to be able to be spontaneous and enjoy life and realize that it's not about her, mm. that my life is about me and I need to enjoy it. And I've been spending my whole life focusing on this one person yeah. when I should have been focusing on myself. <clears throat> Except I don't understand why he doesn't stay with her. Because he, he realizes that he's, that he is going to be happy. And then that's not a bad thing because he finds out at the end of the movie that she's a selfish bitch. Except who's kind of pushed everyone they never apart? Put it out like that, but they never put the it out like that. But the film has to make her still look good. I know, but 
but that's, I think you, if you look becomes. at all her actions, you see that yeah, this is this is not the actions of a nice, good person. Of like, a, yeah, she, in any way, she's extremely selfish to the point right. of you know screwing up entire other people's lives without even realizing it. Mm-hmm. But at that same point it's like when when he does say he says i love you and she says how can you love me you don't even know me mm-hmm. and it, she's like i don't even know myself and i'm like ah, get, get over and yourself. it's also been Come nine on. years since they were friends like yeah he really doesn't know her no i mean he doesn't know her but that like it, that was kind of like a, a, a jerk thing i don't even know myself there like, are people like that on. i don't like those people well can they, are you they exist i'm sorry no i'm good <laughs> I've, I've been through some shit i know who i am but the, uh but then here's the thing, like she, in her own way, shouldn't she know who she is? Because more than anyone else, she's traveled or gone out and been alone. Like, yeah. I don't know. That doesn't mean that she's found what she's looking for. It just feels kind of... People, and then, people go their whole lives without... She doesn't have a job. What she When she does run yeah, out of money, she's going to go back to her parents. I don't understand where everybody's money came from. Everybody I didn't have so much money. I, I never had any money in high school, and these people are paying for... Ton. They're on a cross-country road trip. That's so much gas. So much gas. Yeah. They pay to get the car fixed at one point. Yeah. Like, what? And then he pays for a train ticket. Or pays for a, a bus, bus ticket, ticket all the way back down. Rather expensive. When you're going that far. At least 100 or so. Right. Maybe $200. Where does all this like money a, come like from? Like a large amount of money. <laughs> yeah. Are they just all mildly rich? Well, I mean, we see that one party is at the largest house I've ever seen in my life. Well, no, maybe not. But it's pretty large. When they're going up and it has like its own gate and stuff. It's ridiculous. Have you ever been to a house like that? I've yeah. been to a house like that. Yeah. It's kind of terrifying. I love it. You're like, holy crap. I want to just go get lost. You're like, I didn't know I was at the estate. E- ever since <laughs> ever since Brick, I've loved houses oh, like that. Oh, yeah. That's a nice, that's, that's a good movie. That's got a good house. That's a good movie. Everyone go watch Brick. Don't watch, don't watch. the Brick is so good. The Fault in Our Love Lives. What is this called? Uh, paper, the Fault in Paper Towns. I'm, I've jokingly uh, been calling it ever s- halfway through the movie when there's two scenes involving a man peeing and everyone awkwardly having to listen to it. Oh. I now call it pee pee I actually really like that scene. <laughs> I like both of those scenes, but uh-huh. just in my mind, I'm just saying, yeah, this is pee pee towns. Pee like, towns. So whoever wrote this movie was so, they wanted multiple times to have people peeing, a man peeing and everyone around him being awkward about it because they have to listen. Like, it's just super weird, especially the first time. Like, why was she hiding in that bathtub? What did she think was going to happen? Yeah. Like, no one... She didn't lock the door. No. Nope. Someone was going to come in there and go pee. But that's the point. She wants to be found. Oh, sure. Yep. Uh, she seems to be the most reasonable person in this right? movie, right? The most sane. Yeah. Like, she only decided to go along to find Margot once someone else decided to. So yep. she was like, well, and at least I'm like, not well, alone. Yeah, your guys are going anyway. Going. Might as well. And she's my best friend, and I want to make it up to her, because yep. you know, maybe I was a bad person. Like, But she didn't actually do anything wrong, nope. she said. She, cause yeah, Margo you, find thought, out, you find out that she didn't do anything yeah, wrong. Yeah, she was like, I didn't know that And her boyfriend, boyfriend was lying was to her yeah, the, the whole boyfriend, time. And she had broken up with him. Yep, because he, she found out he because was lying to her. Yeah, it's... This movie should be about Lacey. Let's just... Oh yeah, that'd be a good movie. Exactly, Lacey seems cool. Like I'm so I don't know if it's just like a um, like a weird male perspective kind of thing mm-hmm. or what. Where like so many books about teenage life are about boys and how they're obsessed with girls yep. and all this bullshit. So far, the only film that I've enjoyed that depiction yep. is Inside Out. At the very end of the movie, where she meets the boy in the hockey oh, rink, I guess, and he freaks out. That is by far the best depiction. Yeah, because that's funny. Yeah, but otherwise it just it goes too ham, goes too far. Yeah, goes too John Ham. Yep, John Hamming it all the way with Daniel Radcliffe. Did you ever see that miniseries? No. Where he plays the older the version of Daniel Radcliffe, Notebook or something. Yeah, yeah, I never saw that. 
It's on Netflix. It is. Anyway, PP Towns. PP Towns. Uh, I mean, if you don't understand how I feel about it after all that, I'm sorry. Um, have anything? But I just have, like we had a lot of notes. I just like that I didn't it's look at them. like. I mean, you feel like it's a last ditch effort, but I really do feel like that's what the movie's about. Well, yeah, about, I, like not <sighs> miracles are not people. I mean, because that's the commentary on. But the thing is, it, it's still a problem mm-hmm. if the book. Well, he is learns that. something. He changes. Sure. No, he, I. I think that's a good. I think that's a good story for kids to know to because a lot of times people in high school because everything is so amplified because of everybody's hormones, like they do believe that I, their I, girlfriend is the most important thing in the world and they're gonna get married. You keep saying hormones, but I honestly think there's beyond hormones. It's chemicals, man. There's something about high school where just like because you're so young and 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 you hear about you turn eighteen and you're an adult. Yep. You graduate. And oh, you're an and adult. everyone's like, oh, you need to get the best and grades so you can go to the right important. school. Yeah. And then from there, you can get your career. I think it's not just chemical. It's like a no, social thing. No, I agree. Like it's where people all around you are saying, this is the most important thing you're ever going to do ever. I 100%. And then you get to high school and you're like, yeah, that was, I'm was doing way super more dumb. things now. Yeah. <laughs> this is super dumb. Um, I know, I completely agree with you. And because of that, everything is amplified. Yeah. So for young people to read this book and have the story at the end of it be, you know what? Maybe the person you're in love with is is not the most important thing in the world. Maybe yeah. you need to care about yourself and make sure that you're happy first. Mm. I think that's a good message. I but I still think like there's a there's a weird false narrative with like the everyone gets a miracle and then yeah. it's like by the end he's like, "Well, I, I mean, she's not my miracle." Yep. Uh, maybe I'm a spaceman, I don't know. Yeah. Like he's I'm just go to outer space. I don't know. I'm gonna be an astronaut. Um Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Don't see it in a theater. That's not a great According movie. According to me. According to me, it's not a great movie. Yep. There's some interesting ideas. Like, I really... And I like the characters in it. I like the side characters. Yes. Well, aren't they usually the best anyway? Yeah. Like, we love them in... Uh, me and Earl? Or which one? No, the one before that. We saw another teenage love story movie before that? Kind of. Um, <sighs> Give me any detail. They love 90s. Oh, Dope. Dope. The side I characters like the were main great. guy in dope. I know, but I love the side characters too. Yeah, but I didn't hate the main guy. Oh, okay. Like it wasn't I like I didn't hate him either in this. You did. Yeah. I think everyone should. He's kind and of And you hated kind of a, and he's dope. It, in me or on the dying girl, he's pretty annoying. Oh god. I really dislike he's him. He's like life doesn't matter. Uh, You're like you don't matter. Connections suck. I don't want to be a friend. His only redeeming moment in that whole thing is when his mom tells him to do something and he crawls to his room like he's been Attacked like that part's funny, but otherwise I really well. Don't I like mean, him. look, if we want to go back and talk about me and Earl the Dying Girl, what I think for from his perspective worked the best was his view of the lunchroom. Yes, because the I stratification. Have, I have of... memories of that's how well, like groups mm-hmm. sat together. You oh, didn't break yeah. lines. Yeah, I remember that. If you tried to break a line, like look out, mm-hmm. something bad's gonna happen. I was kind. I did what he did in high school. I was not in any group, and I was well, friends with most. I mean, of I them. had a friends group. It yeah. wasn't like a. It, I didn't. We didn't have a classification. Look, I didn't have a lot of friends in high school. Uh-huh. Uh, I had a lot of acquaintances, mm-hmm. and I didn't sit with anybody at lunch. Wow. So. For me, did watching, you have a cool teacher to sit in the office and watch Werner Herzog? Uh, I wish. Yeah, wouldn't that be great? I wish. And he would later go on to be Punisher. Oh <laughs> man, that would have been the highlight of my life. What a life! Uh, but yeah, it's it's when you watch a film when you're older, when you're older, mm-hmm. and you're watching a film about high schoolers. Uh, it's what strikes true is what really hits you. Yeah, and in this film, it not a lot hit yeah. me. I can uh, see that, and I don't even think it's just distance. I think it's just like there wasn't a lot. I mean the party, I like mm-hmm. that. Yep. 
Uh, I never went to a lot of crazy parties like that that I like to imagine if I did, it would be like that. Yeah, I did. Those were, that's what they were like when I was in high school, but not mm-hmm. after I was in high school. I did. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. So let's just wrap this up. Yep. What do you have to say today, Jordan? Uh, come back. We're going to review Rogue Nation. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. You have to say, like, uh, oh, peace, oh, peace and love from okay. the suited dudes. Uh, Come on. Remember that people are not miracles, and be wary of suited dudes. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com. <laughs>